Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to today's um, episode of the Master Your Coaching Biz podcast. And our guest today is Agnes Rodzet. And she is a next level success strategist to six figure coaching businesses. And she also helps women leverage their time and go from silly busy to strategic and smart. So welcome Agnes, so glad to have you here with us. Thank you very much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so tell us a little bit more about yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I come uh, from a background in quality management. So this is actually where I got all that knowledge and experience to bring in systems and structures and processes that leverage the time and not only bring results, but actually help you work less because you have the right systems in place. Uh, so that kind of that experience kind of have led me to where I am today, helping women in uh, coaching businesses in service uh, businesses to to really leverage that time when they are ready to level up because when, when we're at that stage and and for me it was the same you you have two choices you you kind of want to level up but you don't want to get busier so either you do get busier you work more or you find a way how to leverage what you already have so this is kind of my specialty where I go into the business, I find that weak link or weak links if there are many, and uh, I'm not reinventing the wheel or inventing anything new. I work with what they already have, but to make it uh, more strategic and smart in a way that it truly leverages the time instead of wasting it. Yeah. Okay, great. That sounds awesome. We all could use that. <laughs> um, so tell me, so our, our audience here is mainly newer coaches. And um, what would be, you know, something that you would say, okay, this is, this is really what you have to do to get started to, to leverage your time? Yeah. Uh, well, first, you have to understand um, why do you want to do it? Because so many women that I have spoken to, they all say, I do want more time. I do want more time. But then when I ask a specific question, what would you do with two more extra hours a day? The answer is really vague and not really that clear. So would you want to join another project? Do you want to spend time with your kids? Because if we don't have that clarity, yeah. we're not going to reach that goal. 
And yeah. I'm, I'm sure that relies to any decision that we make, right? So first is clarity. The second one is really you have to understand your priorities and prioritizing is a big part of my mentorship um, because when you say, but everything is important, <laughs> it's not the case, right? There are some things are more important than others. And that's just the way it is. Um, you have, as, as a coach, as a service provider, you have your zone of genius, right? The, and it's very easy to tell what it is because you are coaching in that, right? But how much time you're actually spending in coaching and how much time are you doing other things, like maybe some admin tasks or a bookkeeping, you know, and, and things just around it? Yes, they all are important for your business. You can't just eliminate them. But how much time comparing to your zone of genius, like, you know, the, the, the comparison, how much is that? So yeah. it's really important to understand what is the priority? Where do you want to focus? What are those money-making activities that you need to focus more on? Yeah, I love that. I just I said money-making in my head just as you were yeah. <laughs> getting ready to say it. So yeah, we have to prioritize those money-making activities because you know bringing in the money is what helps us sustain a, uh, a successful business. So I totally agree with absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so. Uh, prioritizing and then, um, well, first of all, seeing what, what do you want to do with our time, right? How, what's the importance of our time? Where do we want to spend it? And then prioritizing the tasks that we have to do yeah. in our business. Yeah, why, why it is important. And uh, if, if you want a real actionable tool to, to get better at your time, uh, to prioritize better, to have better clarity, there is a one question that you can ask yourself when you start your day or when you sit down by your laptop to start another task. Uh, ask yourself is if this is the only thing I accomplished today, will I actually be satisfied with my day. And that really puts things into perspective on what are you actually focusing on. So if this is the only thing I accomplished today, will I be satisfied? Will my day be good? Will I move forward in my business? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to put these things into perspective. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I kind of uh, tell my coaches, you know, pick three things that you want to get done in the day that at the end of the day, if you have those three and nothing else done, then you feel good about yourself. But I, I actually like the, the one maybe might even be better. So if you do one thing and then, you know, at the end of the day, you feel great, good about that. And then that should be um, an activity that's of importance and that drives your business. It, it's just that most of us, we have, especially new coaches, our to-do list is endless, uh, yeah. <laughs> right? <Huge. laughs> our to-do list is endless and that's just the reality. So prioritizing comes in very handy. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so what would you say to somebody that's overwhelmed with the, with the amount of tasks that they have to do? How do you help them to prioritize them? Yeah, uh, there, there are many things that I go through with my clients in my coaching, and they involve things like uh, business restructuring, you know, uh, like automation, uh, also the delegation, which is a big problem, especially for women, because we're kind of like, natural um, givers, you know, but we we're scared to ask for help. And we, we 
we don't want to ask for help really so the trust in to put that trust in other people to do that task because yes we can do it all but we don't have to <laughs> and, and to understand to? <laughs> this <laughs> and to understand this and to realize that there are people that might be so much better at that certain thing that you're so want to hold on to and don't want to let go because you just yeah. create the best canva graphics but is this really the money making activity yeah you know what i mean yeah no i agree totally and and i was the same way now i'm not that way anymore i have a team yeah and i am more than happy <laughs> to give those tasks but it took yeah. you know it takes a long time for a coach to get to the point first of all where they can afford to have like an admin assistant absolutely a VA or something but yeah. also then you like you said the mindset to to put it in somebody else's hands and then yeah yeah. And that I think is perfectionism too, which I've been talking a lot about this month. Oh, you, you know what? I'm actually a recovering perfectionist myself. <laughs> yeah. Aren't um, we all? <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's, it just, it, sometimes I get the feeling that it's like never going away. It's always there, but yes, after time, it comes easier to let go. And always going with the saying that done over perfect is a really good start Yeah, because that's, this is how you get things done. This is how you stop overthinking and redoing and just going back and forth and not making that decision. So done over perfect. Yeah. I agree with that. Totally. Um, <clears throat> what else would you say is important for new coaches to, um, you know, let go of that perfectionism done is, is better. And then, um, you talked about the clarity, you talked about, uh, prioritizing what mm -hmm. else do they need to really consider to, to leverage their time? Yeah. Uh, what I really would like to suggest, and even when you're starting out, uh, is to put, put the systems in place and the automation that already helps you from the beginning. Even if you think I don't need it now because I can handle it all manually. Well, what, what are you going to do when you have start to have like hundreds and hundreds of subscribers? You're going to send them email one by one, you know, right? You, you're yeah. not going to do that. So start to think about, think long-term. That would be my suggestion because yes, while we want to live here and now, and it's all great, but one day it's going to come when you're going to be overbooked and your schedule is going to clash. So how are you going to deal with that? You're going to go crazy. So start to think about and implement the systems that would really help you leverage that in the future, although you might not even need it right now. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's a good suggestion. Um, because once we get busy, once we get busy, we're too overwhelmed. And this is when, when people ask, oh, but how I'm going to now waste my time, like invest my time into hiring someone, explaining them what they need to do, <laughs> testing and going through these trials and errors when I'm already so much, you know, booked out and I'm like maxed out already. Yeah. But we don't want to get to that point. Yeah. It's hard to, it, it's hard to think about having to train somebody else when you're just doing everything yourself and like, where's the time for that? Yeah. Um, but we have to make the time. And like you said, putting the systems in place first, even if you're not using them a, a lot in the beginning, it's, it's that investment in the mm -hmm. future. So 
yes, you it might be uncomfortable. It might take you out of your comfort zone to really uh, invest your time now into this. But look how it's going to look in in a month or in two, you know, when you're not going to be so overwhelmed, when you're going to have that time freedom. Uh, that's that's more for coaches that want to get out of that busyness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yes, it's, it's important to think more long term, but I'm, I'm not talking about like five year plan or 10 year plan, because look what happened, you know, yeah. for the past two years, who knew, right? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, what, what would you say are the most important systems to, to put into p- place so that you are set up for when mm-hmm. your calendar gets full? Uh, for coaches specifically, it's uh, it's to book the calls, for example, so your you, your schedules don't clash, so clients can book the sc- uh, the calls on automation, and of course, uh, email marketing. Uh, th- this is this is the basics, really. Yeah. Uh, I would not want to suggest a specific tool or specific system because mm-hmm. I have made that mistake before, uh, and unfortunately, what happens is that people go away and they use that tool, but what it does, it wastes their time more because it's just simply not working well with what they already have put together. So yeah, yeah I, I'm now more careful about that. Uh, but yeah, these are, these are just first things that you, you can do. Yeah. So it depends on, um, I think I agree with that too. So it depends on you and what you already have done before you would choose yeah. a system. Yeah. Um, Cause there's plenty out there, like the online schedulings, there's a ton of different uh, yes. systems there that you can sign up for. And then also email marketing. And the great thing is, is that they all mostly have free versions to get you started. Yes. Um, so yeah, that, definitely that's, that's take always a look at that. that. That's always good for testing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. However, there are so many things online. There are just lists of lists of things uh and it might get really confusing yeah you know and and to really understand what you need is is a big work it's first of all big work with ourselves and understanding the business vision and where we want to go and you know so we stop chasing these shiny objects and (laughs) testing and and you know because that's gonna cause us more uh more time waste more trials errors and and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so yeah it's important to understand what do you want and if you are going for a specific tool what do you want to do with that tool and once you start to really leverage your business will it still be valuable to you because again, long-term thinking a bit more further than you are right now, because it might be good for you, great for you right now. What about in the week or in a month? Yeah. And that's a good point because, um, I mean, there's, there's systems that we outgrow and you have to go to a new system, but you don't want to have to go to a new system because you don't like it or, you know, yeah. it's not serving the purpose uh, that you would intend or um, intended it to. Um, Absolutely. I've had to change systems, you know, and multiple times yeah. in 11, well, 12 years now this year, but, um, you know, mm-hmm. from need really, uh, but I do, I do a lot of research before I, I jump into a system. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's, that's a good thing. That's definitely a good thing. However, we need to understand uh, that we might end up with too many things 
and then we really have to uh, declutter. And this is another part that I'm doing through a mentorship is really to declutter your space and also the mindset, but also the, the gadgets that you have. Like how distracting is everything that is around us? Because how can you focus on your money-making activities if you have a, a dog barking next to your window? You know what I mean? Things like yeah. that, that, that we probably haven't even thought about, but that they are affecting actually our growth in some way, in some portion. Yeah, our environment plays a big, definitely Absolutely. plays a big role. A quick story, and I used to live in an apartment building. We loved it. You could see the lake from our deck, but they started to do a facelift of the, the brick and everything on the outside. It was a year long project. And all you heard was construction and jackhammering and all this stuff. And yeah. um, this was only a couple of years ago. And I, 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 I tried for like three or four months and then I just got so overwhelmed and so anxious all the time because you could hear it in everything that I did. My clients heard it, you know, my yeah. groups heard it. My, like, it was like horrible. My lives, my Facebook lives, like people were, you could hear it. Oh, it was yeah. so frustrating. And so it really caused a lot of anxiety and we moved just for, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I need another place where I can work. Yeah, That's absolutely. It, it can be really highly distracting. And sometimes, as I said, we might not even notice it when the, the background noise, for example, some people really work well with the background music. Mm -hmm. And for some people, it just does not work, you know? So finding that that golden spot, what works for you is, is really valuable. And to really get rid of that clutter, everything that might take your attention away, like, yeah, I don't I know, like peanuts that. by your desk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So, okay. So uh, listeners, let's uh, coaches out there, let's look at that. Let's look at our environment. What is distracting you in your, uh, in your space right now? Uh, yeah. And maybe influence, influences from outside, you know, your space. Like I, you know, um, Agnes mentioned a dog barking or, uh, you know, jackhammering is definitely a big distraction, but, um, you know, take a look at that and, and try to do a little checklist of what is in your space that is distracting for you. And um, I think even just your office space, the organization of it, like when you walk into your office, does it inspire you or does it, you know, do you just want to turn around and walk out? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And imagine if you're walking in the office that is like, oh, you know, oh, work again. Yeah. Or, you know, it's, it's not the right atmosphere that you want to create for yourself. It needs to be inviting. It needs to be motivational. It needs to be inspiring and all of those things that you want to be in your business, that you want to project to your clients. This is how it has to be. And unfortunately, things like uh, sleep or diet or exercise that are so overlooked and we take them for granted so often, mm -hmm. they also really, really affect our productivity, our focus. Because imagine how much, uh, how long can you focus on, on, uh, on a good task, uh, on a big task, if you have four hours of sleep? Yeah. You know, and a lot of startups, a lot of people that are starting out, they they are taking these things for granted and thinking that 
uh, lifting a, co a Coca-Cola can for an exercise or a burger diet will, will do it, but it won't. In a long term, it won't. So many aspects that need to be taken into consideration. Yeah. So balance, it sounds like you're, what you're saying is there's a balance there that has to be yeah. met. Um, and yeah. I totally agree with them. I'm a big proponent, also yeah. a big proponent of, uh, you know, a routine, a morning, you know, power start program, something to get you going in the day. And that's diet, exercise, you know, yeah. hydration. <laughs> I For think me, these are key. Yeah. For me, what works really well is to have a, a morning routine that is not like a routine, but that I that I have activities that I can replace because for me, I don't really do well with routines. Mm -hmm. I don't like to do the same thing every single day. <laughs> so when you have that option of replacing some activities that you are doing for yourself to get yourself really inspired, motivated in the mood to start a day, for me, it works really well. This is how I lift myself up and start the day on that success note. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, what are some struggles that, that um, you see in, uh, in your clients that, that speak to that? Like they don't, when they don't have that, um, that inspiration or that space that really speaks to them and, and helps them to concentrate? Yeah, uh, there, there are many suggestions that I can give. However, it all starts with us, with, with, within yourself. So you have to understand what works better for you. For example, I have even created a meditation album for my clients, uh, but not everybody likes meditations. And yeah. for some people, <laughs> they drive them nuts. So if it doesn't work for you, don't do it. You know, if a coach says, okay, you have to wake up at 6 a.m. every morning because you know, that's how a lot of successful do it. Uh, it might not work for you. And you're yeah. just struggling and struggling because you can't just, you know, you don't understand. Oh, but it works for them. Why it doesn't work for me? Because we are all so unique and different, yeah. you know? And, and you have to play to your strengths. Absolutely. Absolutely. And some people are morning uh, birds, some are night owls, you know, and you have to understand when is that best productivity flow for you? When do you perform your best? Because if you, let's say uh, your productivity window is from um, eight to 10 and you are sleeping at that time, <laughs> it's not going to be a productive day. Or for example, if you are scheduling your um, coaching calls in late in the evening, maybe it's not the best solution for you. You can't give your you know, your full potential to your clients. So thinking about matching those activities with that productivity flow where you do perform your best, where you need your best, where, where you are able to tackle those big tasks that otherwise would feel like, oh, because maybe after lunch, you're like, oh, yeah, but now I feel like watching Netflix. <laughs> you know, it's not going to bring your business forward. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, true. Um, okay, so for somebody who's just getting started with that, what would be a first step for them? Uh, looking at, at looking at your schedule and, and matching them with your feelings. So looking from the, the week's perspective, look how you were a week ago, what you did, and match feelings with those tasks. How did you felt when you did them? And once you do that, there's going to be a pattern that will appear with in which during which times you were able to perform better than the other okay. and 
I, I have to say there's a lot of testing involved because sometimes you might not realize that you actually do perform better in the morning if you haven't tried it. If you wake up at 10 and start your day and you go to bed at 12 uh, p.m., you know, it might not, uh, you might not realize that maybe you can perform so much better if you actually do wake up at six. So it takes time and it takes testing. Okay, that's interesting. <clears throat> I'm definitely not a morning person and my days start at 10. Well, my my calendar starts at 10, I should say, right. yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm definitely a night owl and, and I have tested it. I have, um, yeah. there was a time when I had to be a morning person when my kids were young and, uh, and I worked when I worked, uh, as a waitress, <laughs> I would have to, you know, be in work at, at six. So I got up at four thirty-five. Yeah. Um, so that yeah. was interesting, but I definitely know that that was not my strength. <laughs> So, yeah, but, you know, but kind of, see, you, you know this because you have gone through it. You right. have had this testing period, you know, but when you're just starting out, you don't know, you might not know. So yeah, you have to test. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So, um, so we talked about a lot of different things. What, um, what is kind of a, a, a foundational type, type of tip that you would send everybody away with today that they can just start uh, start implementing? Mm -hmm. um, you can always ask yourself, am I being productive or am I being ac active? Because so many times we tend to invent things to do to just kind of like be busy or feel like we're doing stuff. But how many of those things are actually productive and money making? Yeah. Right. Because once you're just starting out, there are many things that you your focus is turned to, right? But to really understand, am I being active or am I being really productive? Because productive action is what gonna build you. It's what's gonna help you level up and move you forward in your journey. Not action, productive mm -hmm. action. All right, and that sounds like the structured action. And we really align, I talk about structured action. So that's, a, that's pretty good. I like that, productive action. So what, awesome. you have a you have a freebie for our audience, right? Yes, so I have a really short five minutes video and I created this short for a reason because my clients are very busy. <laughs> so five minutes, anyone can find five minutes and I share my strategic questions there that anyone can implement at any profession. Uh, and you can just go from there to really leverage your time, to really go from that hot mess to, to leverage your time better, work smarter, prioritize better, and have that clarity. Awesome. All right. So the, the link to that is going to be in the show notes. And thank you so much, Agnes, for joining me today. Do you have any final uh, words for the audience? Uh, yes. I would really like to say thank you for having me today. It was been it was amazing. It has been an absolute pleasure to, to be here. And I really want to wish everyone to uh, not be shy and seek for help if you are struggling with something because advice is always free. It's not like you have to implement an expensive uh, automation system or right. hire a coach. Uh, just reach out with your specific struggles, because this is the way that we coaches can help you better if you have a specific problem. So just reach out and let us know what's happening.
Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. And guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you next week on the new one. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.